Welcome to the Transform Podcast. My name is Andrew Farhat. I am the lead pastor of St. John's Church and School in Denver, Colorado, right across the street from Wash Park. And in this podcast, what we do is we consider what it looks like to follow Jesus. We consider what it looks like uh, to be committed to a Christ-centered worldview and operate with that as our lifestyle. This podcast is for you if you are seeking what that might look like or if you have already committed your life to Jesus Christ. Um, here's another question that I would ask is, what is something healthy I can do to calm down? Mm. So you're usually all riled up because anxiety is a force. It's a force within us. And for some, um, it can lead to panic. For some, it can lead to panic attacks where you're very much attacked by your emotion. Um, and so what you want to do is say, what is something I can do to calm down? And now this is very important because you can get good out of your anger or you can decline quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that there's, you know, some things that I think I would consider unhealthy releases. And then we can talk about healthy things you can do. But I think an unhealthy release is common is, you know, just go to the bottle, get some hard alcohol. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, get yeah. some hard alcohol, um, you know, dump that down your body and see how you, you calm down. Yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, we can all probably think of several other similar unhealthy releases. And then I think they're typically things when we've calmed down, we look back on and say, oh, that was stupid. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't have done all that. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I, you say calm down and I think numbing, like it is like, I try to numb the pain of anger because internally I am actually in pain and I just want it to stop immediately. And so whether it's through self-satisfaction, right. Um, or like numbing, I, I feel like those are really common, um, to be able to allude to because like we just oftentimes like, which is why I think people scream, <laughs> like they just want to release it really quick and get it out and then be over with it. Um, and that is not always helpful. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You just named one of the more unhealthy releases. Right. And it would be screaming yeah. and yelling or, you know, breaking things. Right. Or punching a wall or whatever. Punching Those a wall, yeah. Unhealthy releases. Yeah. Um, and then some some healthier things that we can do. We could probably all think of something, you know, for ourselves. Right. But uh, one that's uh, very common is going for a walk, just getting outside. Mm. Get outside. Uh, there's something therapeutic about being outside that God designed for us with nature and trees and everything it does for our brain um, and so forth. Uh, but then, as we said earlier in the podcast, I think journaling is a really good thing to yeah, do because cool. you're and you can walk through these questions where you're you're basically talking to yourself uh, to calm down because the challenge when you're angry is that you don't have anybody to talk to and you really don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Um, yeah. and so you're, you're working it all out in your mind, but man, that's a lot to put on your mind yeah. to figure out because sure. your mind is spiraling in a lot of different, uh, directions. Yeah. Um, another thing I would recommend or suggest is, uh, if you are a follower of Christ, um, worship music has a very, a powerful impact on our hearts, our minds. Um, I know one person that she says, whenever I turn it on, um, just 
it, it gives me peace um, because it's, it's about Jesus and you're setting your mind on Jesus. Uh, another person that was an, a friend, she said, it drives out the evil spirits from the room. You know, yeah, yeah. they leave yeah. because they're in the presence of Jesus mm. and you're worshiping him. And so, uh, you know, everybody has to think about what you can do. Um, you may not immediately want to pray, but you're going to, you know, you're going to need to. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but usually yeah. you don't usually want to right at the moment. Sure. Yeah. I think so this morning well, was actually really helpful and like it like completely helped me separate from the issue. Like someone cut me off this morning. Maybe just, maybe Denver drivers are the worst. Anyways, I think they, there's, and they, they are definitely the worst. Yeah. And they, they cut me off real close too. Like it was like scary close. Like I'm about to get hit. And I was, I was flustered. I was upset. But like for me, what's really helpful is like taking deep breaths, like being able to be in like a meditative state, even before engaging in prayer, it's really helpful to just control your breathing. Um, and they say like, like being able to like inhale, hold it and then release, like is really helpful to give yourself just space away from it all. Like, and so like, that's just, that was really helpful for me. I like took 10 breaths and it actually reduces stress too, like not just anger, um, which I think are probably interrelated to, but it was just really helpful for me to be able to just like, like, let me just release whatever is in my body. Um, because we're embodied creatures. Like we have to be able to recognize the things that are going on in our body and also use it to be able to glorify God as well. So absolutely. Yeah. And there's, that's another healthy release, deep yeah. breathing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. You could Google it. Uh, but I remember my wife and I were blessed to live near the Cherry Creek bike trail. Ooh. So we walked down to this little waterfall Yeah. and I was like, Daisy, let's do some deep breathing together. Wow. <laughs> and we actually did it. It was very, very therapeutic yeah. uh, to do. Wow. And, um, you know, obviously looking at a waterfall doesn't hurt either. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So this is all part of your journaling. Like as far as processing through these different questions that you take time, you know, to kind of be able to like process out loud. Absolutely. Yeah. These are all journaling questions I like it. Um, that I think I can go to. Um, and I do recommend it for pastors as well. If you're listening and you're a pastor or you're a leader or you're a church worker, yeah. um, I think that, you know, there's a burden that you carry as a church worker. And I think that um, you're, you're shepherding a group of people that are, you know, you have positives, you have negatives, you have neutrals right. in any congregation or organization. Yeah. Um, and so you have to uh, be going into it, knowing that that's going to happen. Like, you're not, you're not going to have all positives. It's right. impossible. Yeah. You know, so you have to have a way to be healthy mm. and to have longevity. Yeah. So you talked a lot about the like individual level, like for yourself and that's helpful. And also at the same time, especially as Christians, we recognize that um, our faith is, is personal, but it's not private. And so what does it look like in the midst of a community of believers or a community of people that can help you kind of mitigate some of those things when you get into an unrighteous anger state? Um, that's a great question. And I, I think this is a very important. Uh, Proverbs says that in, in the abundance of counselors, there's safety. Mm. So, and it says it in different ways. Uh, you know, the Proverbs is like that. It's, it's stated over and over again. And so, mm. um, what would a trusted friend say about this that I'm missing? 
So, Mm. and I think when we talk about a trusted friend, I would encourage everyone to have a life team and a life team uh, would be, okay, who's someone in your life that you can lean on for uh, mentoring or advice giving? Uh, Who's another person that maybe it's not so much high level mentoring, but it is a wise friend. Uh, so a wise brother in Christ, a wise sister in Christ who just, they have wisdom. There's a spiritual gift of wisdom, um, that's given to certain believers in the body of Christ, according to first Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. Um, and it's, it's, it's a person that can really listen and then have good discernment and they're spiritually perceptive Yeah, and they can give really sound, wise counsel. And that's, those are people that you want to keep your eye out for in the body of Christ because they have a spiritual gift from, from God. It's really helpful. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, some things need a professional therapist or biblical counselor Amen. where you, like it's a higher level issue. Yeah. Um, it's not just something that is a quick phone call to a friend, but man, this is a, uh, something deep inside you that's been there for years that's caused you anger for a long time and it's led to let's say panic attacks or other external uh, forms of anger you know that's probably something that not one of your friends is just going to be able to hit in one phone call you know yeah absolutely yeah it's really helpful yeah having a life team that i like that yeah man we got life groups here and we'll have life teams there we go i love it (laughs) there we go uh We should, we should, maybe we should call everything like renewal teams or renewal groups. That doesn't that sound kind of cool. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, love, you can tell I love the word renewal. It's so good. It's <laughs> such a great biblical. It's great. Yeah, I think being able to surround yourself with people that can be able to support you and also people that you can support as well. Because as we continue to get healthier, as we continue to process individually and as a group, as a community we then can then pass on that to other people. What a gift it is to be a body of Christ together, to be able to lift one another up, challenge one another and to continue to grow. Um, and that's, you know, I think that's what, like why we gather here. That's why we do this. Like, this is why you're doing podcasts, like to help resource people with ways to be able to lift each other up. And I think one of the things like part of our culture, like we, we're getting into a political season next year and oh, I can't be, wait. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of anger that happens and yeah. being able to process some of that and to be vulnerable enough to be able to say, I can't do this on my own. Um, some of this stuff is helpful, but I also need a group of people that, that I need to be able to lean on and be vulnerable with as well is really key. So I think this is a a timely podcast for us as we uh, end 2023 in a couple months. But um, as we get into a a season where our culture just really like raises the anxiety level. Oh yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So yeah, this is really helpful. I love your journaling, like processing questions. I'm gonna take time to ask myself some of those questions Um, and, uh, yeah, I think one of the things that I think is really cool, you know, in Proverbs, like there's a lot of great resourcing here, a lot of great wisdom that comes from the wisest man (laughs) besides Jesus. And uh, it comes from Proverbs 10, 12, and and it says this, hatred stirs up conflicts, but love covers all offenses. Mm. Love covers all offenses. And I think, you know, for people that have been struggling with anger and have been externally, um, allowing it to affect relationships, um, affect yourself, affect your relationship with God. Um, 
there's a love that covers all offenses and his name is Jesus who takes righteous anger and allows it to glorify God in a way that it covers all of our offenses too. And so, um, you know, for those that I think are struggling with, with anger, those that are struggling with, um, being able to find a community, um, there is renewal in the scriptures and also in some of the things that you shared as far as being able to find a team of people, being able to journal, ask yourself some of these questions, being able to separate the person from the problem and, um, yeah, to be able to, to find joy in the sense of being vulnerable and opening up and sharing and, and being able to use anger in a way that glorifies God rather than glorifies ourselves. Absolutely. And I think what you're doing is, you know, the next step I think, which is you're going to God's word, you know, you, you went to God's word in Proverbs. So what would Jesus do in this situation? Okay. What, how does God want me to approach this situation according to his word? And the Holy Spirit will start to recall some scriptures to your mind immediately. If you ask that question, it may be one where you do need to open it up, you know, and see what the word says. Um, But you're, you're basically in that step, you're starting to move towards a resolution Mm. and you're saying, God lead me with this. Um, And then also at that point, I think you can, more easily pray. So at the beginning of your anxiety and rush, you aren't necessarily wanting to pray. You know, you should, but you don't feel like it. But after God gives you some peace as you calm down and so forth, you can pray. And then you can say, God, um, I am angry about this. Lead me by the power of your spirit to approach this person in the way that you desire me to Mm -hmm. and show me how to do that. Um, and obviously, we can't do this on our own strength. No, yeah. we need the Holy Spirit. And so, sure. uh, when you invite Him in, you're inviting in a supernatural th- third member of the Trinity to help you approach the situation. Yeah, you could call Him a, a wonderful counselor. There you go. That's one of the biblical names, yeah. right? Yep. Wonderful counselor. He's called advocate, mm. friend, helper. Uh, he is there to help you right. in your time of need. Right. Um, and so you want to go to him um, and allow him to give you the strength. And uh, and then in all conflicts, I, I, I know we're shooting broad here, but I think in all conflicts, you want to take care of your side of the street to mm-hmm. make sure that you are approaching it righteously and in, in a holy way. But then in most situations, I think what you said, love covers a multitude of sins. And so how can I reconcile how can i show love um proverbs says it is to your glory to overlook an offense and Mm -hmm. to forgive Um, and forgiveness is releasing them from your anger um, and then being able to move forward in a way that it's the anger is no longer haunting you but you're you're set free Mm. that's so good that's so good we'll let that we'll let that sit amen mic drop don't drop this mic though (laughs) awesome I think that was great. Thank you, AJ. And um, if you uh, want to share this with anyone, or if you have another question you would like for us to answer, um, we would love to hear your questions. In the new year, we're looking forward to uh, a new series of questions. Um, I think right now we're we're really thinking a lot about our day-to-day lives and stuff that happens uh, as a Christian. Sure. Uh, in our day-to-day lives, I think this one's uh, pretty relevant. 
In the new year, we'd love to hear uh, a, a new series. So go ahead and submit those to hello at sjdenver.org. We're grateful that you tuned in and have a great day.